You're listening to the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast, Episode 76. It's time to look at weight loss in a whole new way. Instead of focusing on calories in, calories out, you'll learn how to use your brain to transform your body and heal your relationship with food. If you're ready to lose your weight for the last time, you're in the right place. Because it's more than what you eat. It's who you are when you're eating. This is the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. Here's your host, life and weight loss coach, Dr. Michelle Tupman. Hello, friends. Welcome back. I'm so happy to have you here with me this week because I'm going to talk you through my journey with clothes. And I could probably go on for three hours about all of the drama I have had with clothes over the course of my lifetime, but I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I'm just going to pick out the highlights. And I think it's an important discussion to have because clothing and how we dress ourselves brings up so much of the crap that we have in terms of how we're relating to ourselves and our body, right? It's we have this one body to live in. Our body is how we live in the world. Our body is how we relate with other people, right? Our body is how we are present. And I think if There is this huge disconnect between who we are on the inside and who we are on the outside. It just feels very difficult and very uncomfortable. And I don't think personally that sustainable weight loss is even possible if there is this huge disconnect between what's going on on the inside and what's going on on the outside. And when I talk to women who are trying to lose weight, I often hear stories about you know, what I want is to look on the outside how I feel on the inside, right? And I think that we think that we have to change our bodies in order to make that happen, but that's not actually the case, okay? What we need to do is change how we're thinking about our bodies and how we're relating to our bodies. That is how we feel the same on the inside and the outside, not by changing one or the other, right? And It has taken me a long time to learn this. So I am not a fashionista. I am never going to be a fashionista. I like clothes, but I don't love clothes. I'm never going to be on top of what's in style, you know, these days that like that's not me. But I am dressing so much more intentionally than I ever have before. And it's become um, something, you know, very important to me. And you know, for the longest time, forever, for for as long as I can remember, in fact, I've always been the one to say that it doesn't matter what you wear. It's who you are. That's more important. And, you know, people should never judge you based on how you look. And I still say that that's true. But I think how we decide to dress ourselves and the care that we take when we're dressing ourselves really speaks to how we feel about ourselves and how much importance we're placing on the need to take care of ourselves. And I never really thought about it this way until, you know, I started noticing, you know, it was actually money. It was it was money that brought all of this up. So I have historically spent a lot of money on clothes. Now, you might find that that's a strange thing for me to say, given what I just said about my opinion on clothing. But here's here's how this has played out for me in my life, right? Is I have never felt comfortable in my body. I have never felt comfortable in clothes. I've always felt conspicuous. And 
I've always tried to dress in a way that would hide the parts of my body that I don't like, in particular, my stomach, right? You've heard me talk about that before um, on the podcast, that that's, you know, really just been a part of my body that I'm really um, self-conscious about. And so I intentionally would choose clothes that would hide the lumps in my stomach, right? And um, every once in a while, I would see a character in a movie or an outfit that a friend is is wearing or often I'd be shopping in the mall and just, you know, seeing an outfit on a mannequin in a window display and I it would stop me in my tracks and I would look at it and like the thoughts that I would have would be something along the lines of, you know, if I could look like that, if I could dress like that, then I would feel good about myself. Then people re- would respect me, right? Then I would match the inside and the outside. And so I would go and spend a bunch of money on that particular look and bring all these clothes home and put them on, you know, in front of my mirror in my bedroom and cry because it didn't change anything. I still felt horrible. I still felt self-conscious. I didn't think the clothes were hiding my bulges enough. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to wear those clothings. And I can't not tell you how many times I've gone through this process in my life. There was a period of time where you would look in my closet and just see like wildly different looks, right? And you, you, you would never know how, like what my style is or how I like to dress by looking at my closet, because there was just literally a little bit of everything in there. And I really, I really hated this, but I would repeat this cycle over and over again, thinking that this is the look that's going to make me feel better about my body. And it wasn't until I realized like I, my my finances were in a place where I just could not keep this behavior up anymore. And I had to start looking at why I was spending so much money on clothes that I was never wearing. Right. And it's become, it's become, it, was, it just became a huge thing for me. And so I started working with a style coach, Judith Gatton, um, about a year ago. And you know, it's really been, it's really been amazing for me, but she actually hosted a retreat in Palm Springs. So I was in Palm Springs with about 10 other ladies and Judith, and this was a glamour weekend. And so we had our makeup done and our hair done, and we had a photo session and we had a shopping day at Saks Fifth Avenue in Palm Springs. Now I have never been in a clothing store like this. I have never spent Um, You know, although I've spent lots of money on clothing, I haven't bought expensive clothes. You know what I mean? And I think that's partly because I knew that, you know, I'm I'm never just going to wear it. That's just what my my pattern has always been. But I've also had this thought that I don't deserve clothes like that because I have a fat body, right? That is just the judgment I've passed down on myself as an adult my whole life, right? And so it was very uncomfortable for me to be in this store. And, you know, of course, they really only went up to size large and maybe some lines went up to an extra large and there just wasn't a lot of option for clothes that actually fit me. And so I wandered out of Saks um, Saks Fifth Avenue and I went to Eileen Fisher um, because I knew that they had some size inclusive um, clothing and I like to support businesses like this. And, you know, an outfit that I have always loved was sweater dresses. I look at people wearing sweater dresses and I just, it's just something I've always loved. And, um, I'm short, I'm five foot two. I've got a round body (laughs) sweater dresses are really not meant for, for my, for my body type. And I'm not saying that as a judgment on myself. It's just, I don't think that particular style works well for me, 
But I told the gentleman working at the store that that is the the style that I like. And so he found this knitted skirt and a matching knitted sweater for me. And I put it on and a couple of amazing things happened. You know, first of all, it was perfect, (laughs) right? This was how I get to wear a sweater dress, wearing it as two separate pieces worked on my body. I was so freaking happy, so freaking happy. And here are the two fascinating things that happened. One was the gentleman told me I needed to go down a size. And I was appalled because I thought if I went down a size, people are going to see my bulges. In this particular size, everything's nicely hidden. And he's like, no, this size is too big. You need to wear a smaller one. So I decided, you know what? I'm here. I flew all the way to Palm Springs. I'm supposed to be learning about myself. Let's just experiment. Right. And so I let him bring me a smaller size skirt and wouldn't you believe it? Oh my God, it made such a world of difference. And it's not anything I ever would have done on my own because of this belief that I have to um, hide the bulges. But wearing that skirt one size smaller made like took it from a good to a great for me. It was amazing. Now, the second amazing thing that happened with this experience is, you know, as, I met, as I've mentioned, I've always dressed to hide my belly. So the sweaters that were available came in a longer size that kind of went um, just below the bum and then a shorter size that stopped right around the waist, like maybe just an inch or two below um, the belly button. And of course, I chose the longer sweater. And the man just looks at me like, are you crazy? He's like, you can't wear the longer sweater. You need you need the shorter one. And if I were in there shopping all on my own, I wouldn't have even picked up the shorter sweater. But he made me try it on in the smaller size with the smaller size skirt. And that is what worked, right? It's all of these years I had had this vision of me being in a sweater dress. And this vision was now looking back at me from the mirror. It was just such a phenomenal moment for me to have this picture of myself in the mirror match what I wanted in my head. It was the first time this has ever happened to me. And it felt so good. Of course, I bought the outfit, right? I spent the money on this beautiful, high quality outfit that feels amazing. And I'm going to probably hold on to this outfit forever, even if it's not in style, just because of how good it makes me feel. It was just such a revolutionary moment for me. And when I wear this outfit out and about, I feel like myself and people notice. I wrote my um, American board exams for obesity medicine earlier this week, and I was studying in a restaurant. It's what I love to do. And this is not the first time this has happened to me, but oftentimes when I'm studying, people will come talk to me. Um, I'm not sure why. It's 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 a weird thing. But I was I was in Joey's restaurant having some fish tacos, studying my ass off, wearing this beautiful outfit, and I was carrying a purse that I also really loved. And I was sitting there thinking, I love my life. I love how I feel right now. I love studying. I love that I get to do this work. And a man was leaving the restaurant and he was sitting kind of a couple of tables um, in front of me. And as he passed by, he stopped to say, I think you're a very beautiful woman. And I smiled and said, thank you. And he walked away. And that's all there was to it. And 
so many amazing things about that, you know, that I was able to say thank you and let let it just sit there was a huge deal on its own. But I think I think why this whole thing happened was because of how I felt in this outfit. It had nothing to do with how I looked or who I was, right? It was that I felt so confident and so comfortable in this beautiful outfit. That's what he noticed, right? There was just this synergy between who I was and how I was dressed, and it all came to, came together to look attractive, right? I think that that's what happened. And had I been wearing an outfit that doesn't feel good, sitting in that restaurant being un- uncomfortable and feeling self-conscious, nobody would have looked twice at me, right? And still me, same person in the same body with the same haircut and everything else, right? So what we dress or what we wear and how we dress ourselves matters because it changes how we think and feel about ourselves. That is the key to all of this, right? And so I did the whole Marie Kondo thing months and months ago to my closet. I went through and just gave away everything that represented this effort of me trying to be someone that I'm truly not. And I've kind of started again, from scratch on my wardrobe. And on the outside, it probably looks like I'm doing the same thing, right? Like that I'm just, you know, I found this new look and I'm just, you know, spending money to to make it match who I want to be. But that's actually not the case. What's happening for me now is I am so much more discerning. And I am so much more aware of what's going on in my head in terms of my thoughts when I'm shopping. So, you know, this the very same day that I was studying in that restaurant, um, there was an outlet um, shop, a Canadian uh, store called Laura, um, just near nearby the restaurant. And um, they've got some nice clothes in there for a good price. And it's a great place to just go and wander um, without spending um, a crap ton of money. Right. And so um, I frequently go in to this place when I happen to be in that part of town. And it's been one of my favorite places to experiment with new looks in in the unhealthy way that I have historically done. And so it's a good place for me to go and practice shopping for, you know, in the way that I truly want to shop for myself. And so here's, here's what I noticed um, earlier this week is my mind would still do the same thing. My mind would look at outfits on the mannequin and have thoughts of like, oh, well, you know, that's not for me. Or, you know what, that is how a hospital leader should should dress. Like if I if I wore that, I think people would take me seriously as a leader, right? So I had that thought almost as soon as I walked into the store. And so I caught myself having that thought and I just took a pause and I asked myself, like, do I actually like this outfit? Does it reflect who I am? Not who I want to be, but who I am. And the answer to that was a no. And so I did not, you know, pick my size out and go to the change room. I let it be for probably the first time in my life. I swear to God, even six months ago, had I been in that situation, I would have tried it on um, to see how it made me feel. Um, But instead, I wandered through. And, you know, to be honest, I didn't find anything that I wanted to buy. So I tried a few things on, um, of course, because I, you know, I found some things that I did really, really like, and that felt like me. But I now have some, you know, criteria that I use to buy my clothing and they need to, they, clothes need to meet all the criteria or I just don't buy them, right? And so that first criteria is that it has to feel like me. 
not who I want to be, not who I hope to be, not who I'm aspiring to be, but who I am right now. Right. So that that's the the number one thing for me. The second thing is that it also has to fit my body as it is now. Right. So I'm not buying for five pounds lost. I'm not buying for 10 pounds lost. I'm not buying for one day. I'm only buying if it fits me perfectly right now. And here's the reason for that. I know a lot of women like to have like a goal pair of jeans, right? Like you have a jean pair of jeans and a, you know, a size or two smaller than where you are right now. And your goal is to fit into the jeans and you try them on every month or two and you see how much progress you've made. That has never worked well for me because when I do that, when I put on clothes that are too small, I feel horrible about myself. And I have thoughts like you're fat, you'll never lose weight, you're ugly, right? And those thoughts feel awful and I don't want to have them, right? And I'm not quite at the place where I love my body yet. I'm getting there, but I'm not I'm not there yet. And so I don't want to do things that are going to encourage the negative thoughts. And I actually did an experiment um, many, many months ago um, when I was writing my 24 hour food plans for the day, I would also write down what I was wearing. And what I noticed after a couple months of doing this is every time I was wearing clothes that felt just a little too constricting, a little too tight, a little too small, I ate junk food. And I started to pay attention to the thoughts that I was having. And this seemed to happen more often in the car when I'm driving. And I think it's because, you know, um, you feel tighter clothes more when you're sitting down, right? <laughs> like when the rolls of your stomach go over your jeans and all of that, right? You can stand up straight and suck it in a little bit and feel okay. But when you sit down, it's just harder to hide from it. And so I spent a lot of time, you know, driving in my car. You know, I, I live in the suburbs. And when I'm going into the city, I'm, I'm I just spend a lot of time sitting in the car and I notice how my clothes feel. And when I start to feel constricted, when I start to feel like maybe I should just undo the button just for the drive to be a little bit more comfortable, I have all of these hateful thoughts towards myself. And of course, when I'm having the hateful thoughts, I'm going to go buy food. I'm going to buy junk food, one, because it makes me feel better. But then two, because it, you know, it, it punishes me, right? It's like, why not? Why not have the McDonald's if I'm already fat and my clothes don't fit anyway, right? That's what was happening. And like this was happening almost every single time I was wearing a pair of clothes that didn't feel like it fit. Now, when I contrast this to clothes that I feel amazing in, that, that feel good around my waist when I'm sitting in the car, I have positive thoughts. I, f- I think, you know what? I feel great. I don't feel bloated. I don't feel like I don't feel tight and constricted. I feel really good. Maybe I'm losing weight. Oh, you know what? I like my body. And when I'm having thoughts like that, I don't want to feed, feed it with junk food at all at all. And I've noticed this, like I have the data to prove it, that when I'm wearing clothes that don't fit and don't feel good, I eat like crap. When I'm wearing clothes that make me feel good, I treat my body and myself with the respect that it deserves. And so I no longer buy clothes to fit me 10 pounds down the road. I buy clothes that fit me perfectly right now. And yes, of course, I have lots of mind drama over um, you know, money, right? It's like, cause I, I, I am losing weight and clothes, you know, will not fit me down the line. And I just have to do some, some of my own self-coaching around that to accept the fact that I need to buy clothes that fit right now for the 
betterment of myself and my health. And if they're clothing that I really like, then I can get it tailored if I need to, to fit me down the road. But right now I buy clothes to fit me right now. So that's criteria number two. And then criteria number three is it has to be perfect, right? For me, it has to be perfect. So this is where I was getting caught up in the Laura store the other day is I found clothes that felt like me. I really liked them. I put them on. They fit me well, but there were just parts of them that I didn't love as much, right? Like I tried on this beautiful sweater that had like a little puff at the shoulder and I hated it. I did not like the puff, right? And so I didn't buy the sweater, right? I had another one, like a tunic, um, a, a tunic top um, that I quite liked and um, it fit me great around the shoulders and around the chest, but it was just a little bit too tight around my hips and it made it bulge a little bit up higher. And it was subtle. It was a subtle thing. And, you know, if I undid the bottom button, then it would look, you know, it fit a little bit better, but it just wasn't perfect. And I knew that every time I put this thing on, I would be focused on the tightness around my hips and the, the, blousing out of the upper portions of the fabric. Like I knew that that's all I would think about wearing this clothing. So I didn't buy it. And I left the store empty handed, which I don't think has ever actually happened to me before. And so using these criteria has not only, you know, saved me money, but it's provided me with a wardrobe that makes me feel really, really good about who I am and that I match the inside and the outside. Right. And so I say all this because I've totally changed my mind. Clothing does matter. Clothing matters. And the other thing that happened when we were on this Palm uh, Palm Springs retreat is I had a makeover um, at the Chanel counter at Saks at Fifth Avenue. And um, the gentleman was just so gentle with me and so kind. I am not a wake up um, makeup wearing gal at all. Maybe twice per year when I feel like I have to, or, you know, I'll put a little mascara on when I have to come on a zoom call, but you know, it's never really been more than that. Um, for the same reasons as, as why, you know, I, I haven't put an effort in, into my clothing. Right. And, he put this makeup on me and I looked in the mirror and my eyes were sparkling and it was amazing. And you know what? I, I still don't feel the need to wear makeup. Right. But here's what I have discovered. Um, I made it my 30 day goal after this retreat to put on makeup every day. And the goal wasn't the makeup per se. The goal was not to have a face that was done up. The goal was to see what happens when I just spend five minutes every day with my face in the mirror. And here's what I've discovered that it totally changes the tone of my day to spend five minutes putting makeup on. And I'm not putting on the makeup for the sake of the makeup. My my intent when I do it is to literally spend time with myself in the mirror, looking at my eyes, looking at my face, admiring the things that I like about my face and putting in the self-care time, right? And the self-connection time. And it has made my day so much better by starting with that connection to myself. And so I think I'm probably going to keep this habit of, of putting makeup on every day because of how it changes my relationship to myself. I could not care less how other people perceive my face with makeup versus not. It's what it does for me in terms of reconnecting me back to my body as a first thing in the morning sort of thing, right? It, it's, it's, it's really really been life-changing for me. And so 
changing my approach to how I think about clothing and makeup has really just had this huge, profound effect on me. So I'm no longer dressing for who I want to be. I'm no longer dressing in a way that I think will make people respect me more. I am dressing in a way that makes me feel good about me. I'm dressing in a way that makes me feel like my insides match my outsides. And that's what people are attracted to, right? And It's that feeling of congruence. It's that feeling of being that you are exactly who you are in all her wonderful glory and beauty and perfection, and nothing needs to change. And making these few small changes to the way that I dress and having this new ritual with the makeup um, has really made all the difference in the world for me. So I would encourage you to take a look at how you're relating to your clothes and if you wear makeup, how you're relating to that as well. And can you make a change? Can, Can you notice what you're thinking about your clothes? Are you thinking this outfit is going to make me look better in the eyes of XYZ, that this outfit is more appropriate, quote unquote, for the work environment, that this environment is what, or this this outfit is what I should be wearing in this body, that this outfit is hiding everything appropriately, or are you having thoughts of, I feel great in this outfit. This outfit really reflects who I am. This outfit accentuates the beautiful parts of my body. And if you're not having those positive thoughts, can you experiment with your clothes to see if you can get there? And coaching can help, right? If you need help for with this, reach out to me, right? I am also happy to send you over to Judith Gaton, who helped me. In fact, we're going to have her here on the podcast in the new year, and I'm going to invite her to do a workshop for my ladies inside Nourish Yourself as well, because I, I think it's really worth um, delving into this topic because it is so related to how we also relate to food in our body, right? And in some ways, it's maybe an easier way to address some of these underlying issues. And it was certainly helpful for me. So I'm happy to share more about what I learned. Reach out to me anytime, michelle at waysahealth.com. Join us inside the Nourishment Lounge, um, which is our private community inside the Nourish Yourself program. And you can find out more about that by going to waysahealth.com slash nourish dash yourself. We would love to see you in there. All right. That is it for today. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you again next week. Bye for now. 